Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Now, you may remember a case last month where a woman in the UK was jailed for terminating her pregnancy after a legal time limit, and that was Carla Foster, who is now 45 and a mother of three, and she received abortion medication in the post during the COVID pandemic. The pills were legal for unwanted pregnancies up to 10 weeks after remote consultation. However... After post-mortem on the fetus, it was revealed that the, the unborn baby, or the fetus, was 32 to 34 weeks gestation period, well capable of independent life, if indeed it had been born in the right environment. Now, in England, Scotland, Wales, abortion is generally legal up to 24 weeks, but is carried out in hospital or a clinic after 10 weeks. Anyway, Mr. Justice Pepper, or Mr. Justice Pepperell, sentenced Foster last month to 28 months in prison. Now, he could have sent her to jail for a lot longer, but he also could have given a suspended sentence too and said that she would serve half her term in prison and the rest on licence after her release. Now, this resulted in a massive public outcry. Uh, We had pro-choice advocates calling the judge sexist on the air when we spoke about it. And we even had pro-life advocates saying prison was not the answer. Of course, we had others saying it was absolutely the answer, of course, those who were pro-life. Foster, of course, appealed the decision. And today in London, three judges reduced her prison sentence. Dame Victoria Sharp said, This is a very sad case. It is a case that calls for compassion and not punishment. She will now be released from prison and reunited with her children. And I want to know what you think about that. Let us know. The number, as usual, 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. So what do you think of the fact that she's been released? Now, when we asked you last month, it was kind of 50-50 of those who believed she should have gone to prison at all. But before we get your views, I wanted to hear from someone in the UK, and Boyd Slater is the Northern Ireland coordinator of the Humanist UK. They're an organisation that brings non-religious people together to develop their own views and understanding of the world around them. And abortion is an issue that is very important to them. Um, and welcome to the show, Boyd. Hi there. Um, Boyd, it's, it's one of those cases where I, I don't really know what the right answer is. Clearly a law has been broken. Whether you like the law or not, a law has been broken. She knew she was breaking the law because the police, of course, testified that she went online on Google to see if that was the law or not. So she was well aware she was breaking the law. And also she didn't put in an early uh, guilty plea and this all went against her in the original case. But of course, we did see the national outcry in relation to it. So I am assuming that you're celebrating, Boyd, or are you celebrating? Um, well, celebrating, I mean, it's it's an awful thing that's happened in the first place. You know, there's there's nothing celebratory about this in any way. And, you know, this, this individual has been prosecuted, you know, using a bit of legislation from 1861. That's like prior to when electricity was invented. So, you know, we, we really do need to have... Um, a, a conversation and, and legislative change when it comes to this in, in the rest of the UK. I mean, I'm, I'm based in Northern Ireland where we saw the legislation change and it, it basically pushes it to decriminalisation. And this really is and should be treated as a medical or a health issue, not a criminal justice issue. 
When you say a medical or a health issue, people will argue with you and say, well, yes, I consider it a medical and health issue if the woman's life is in danger medically. In other words, if she was in hospital and she was receiving treatment or an operation whereby, you know, the fetus would have to be removed or pregnancy would have to be terminated to save her life. And people would call that a medical or health emergency. This was just she didn't want to have a baby at that particular time because she was struggling with her own mental health. Um, so that wouldn't really be fair to call it, a, a, you know, a medical condition. You, you did just, I mean, you just said there she was struggling with her mental health. Well, we, so could, this, all, we could all argue that in fairness, Boyd. You know, yeah, we, you know. This, that, that's exactly what this is. This, this was a, a, an incredibly uh, difficult uh, decision for this woman to make at the time and place that she was in. Uh, this well, I assume abortion is always a difficult decision to make. Of course Always. it is. Yes, and, uh, this, and this was during during the first lockdown of the pandemic. Um, there were other factors involved in it. The judges even said very clearly, you know, that this this was what what happened here is a very unfortunate circum- set of circumstances. But again, this should never have happened. Um, this is a mother of three three children who should have never have never ended up in in the prison system. She should have been treated with uh, dignity. And should have been going going through a a medical and health health system, and hopefully there will be changes now because this is happening more and more often. There, are, I believe, four women have been convicted in the last four uh, two years around this, and and there's something like another sixty odd prosecutions that have happened in the last ten years. So this is this is really just not uh, mm-hmm. not good. In the original case last month. Justice Pepperall said, and I'm going to quote, he said, this case concerns one woman's tragic and unlawful decision to obtain a late-term abortion. In my judgment, your culpability was very high because you knew full well your pregnancy was beyond the 24 weeks and you deliberately lied to gain access to telemedical services. I accept that you feel very deep and genuine remorse for your actions. You're racked with guilt and have suffered depression. I also accept that you had very deep emotional attachment to your unborn child and that you were plagued by nightmares and flashbacks to seeing your dead child's face. He added that if the woman had pleaded guilty at the earliest opportunity at a magistrate's court, the custodial sentence could have been suspended. So there were a lot of mitigating factors. And I I understand bad laws are made to be broken. And that's a very old cliche, I know, I understand. And most of the legislation, as you rightly said, both in Ireland and in the UK, dates back to the 18th century. It's just being changed every now and again. It all dates back originally to a long, long time ago before electricity. But when you say bad laws are made to be broken, that doesn't mean we break them. If we break them knowing that we're breaking the law, even though we believe it's a bad law, the judge doesn't have a choice. You know, that's I mean, the judge was called sexist at the time he made these comments and and at the time he passed down this sentence. But the judge doesn't really have a choice. They can only implement the instrument of the law. Um, yeah, well, that that might be well and true for the judge to be uh, put in that position and have to make a ruling on it at that stage. Uh, different judges may rule in different ways. The judge mm. in the appeals court has, you know, has has made way more comments in, in terms of how how they had felt about the process and what had happened. Um, but the simple fact is that it should never have got in front of a, a judge in the first place. This woman should have been able to contact her. Her uh, her health professionals, and there should have been a conversation between her and a physician. But she, but she did contact them, but she lied to them. She did contact yeah. the the, B, in order, the BPAS in order to get uh, yeah yeah in order to get that medication. But ultimately, at that at that time, she was in a position where if she she if she went through with what she was going to do, she was going to end up in the legal system. She was doing her best to stay away from the legal system in a very very tricky situation, and she'd never have had to have that dilemma in the first place. But why? So, but, but if she didn't want the baby, and if she wanted termination of pregnancy, 
why didn't you do that within the time limit? That's the question. Or even within the 24 I, weeks. I, I don't have the answer to that question. All I know is what uh, what, I, what I've what I've read here, uh, mm-hmm. the same as myself, that, you know, this was during the pandemic. There were other mitigating factors that, that, that uh, amounted to the situation being where it was and, and this woman taking, making the decision that she made. Um, and so, and so that's where we are. One way or the other, I mean, we're talking about one very extreme case here, but this affects women right across the board. Um, so this needs to be addressed. And 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 should okay. Be so how do we address this going forward to stop this from happening? Because the, the idea of decriminalisation of abortion that can mean a lot of things, by the way. Um, and nobody wants to see people going to jail, particularly a mother of three children, for making a bad decision. But in saying that, you know, if we decriminalise abortion, that means that realistically, you're going to the extreme, a woman could literally have an abortion a week before she's due to give birth. I mean, that's unacceptable, isn't it? Morally, apart from anything else. Surely that's unacceptable. Highly, it's actually highly unlikely. It is highly unlikely, but it is possible and it has happened. But surely that should be unacceptable. But no, no, no. Wait a minute. It would be acceptable if there was if there was uh, life-threatening uh, situations in a woman, and that would be the only, the only way to find that out is for a doctor, a physician, and that individual to be able to access the mm. proper with her doctors. So you might find that there is a situation where you get to past that current cutoff of 24 weeks where there is a, a life-threatening impl- implication and something has to be done. Currently, you have to go through the courts in order for something to be done, which means that there's a longer time and a longer process for that, that person to get treatment. This should just be a conversation between health professionals, uh, physicians and women, pregnant people. But but in saying that, do we accept or do we all accept that an unborn baby at 24 weeks can or is capable of independent life and is more or less a fully formed baby because um, they can live in an incubator, obviously, and continue life and, and be born perfectly healthy? So if we accept that, surely from a moral standpoint, and you don't have to be religious, by the way, because I'm not religious, boy, I don't even believe in God. So you don't have to be religious to, to believe that morally we have a duty and we should have a respect for human life. Yeah, yeah, of course we should have a respect for human life and we should have a respect for the dignity of individuals who are pregnant as well. But that's, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm talking about the unborn child for the moment. I'll come back to the mother in a second and their rights. As, as I said earlier, I mean, what we find right now is the vast majority of abortions take place before 12 weeks. And then once you hit 12 weeks plus, what you tend to find is a lot of those women actually want to have those children, but due to complications, they have to go for an abortion. Once you get up to that 24-week stage, the, the, you know, the amount of women who are seeking abortions are looking them for because they don't it's want very to. very limited. Yes. Very, very few. And I couldn't agree with you more, but that but that's, tends to be the way with most laws. Uh, you know, I can bring it down to the basics. You know, we have laws for speeding. Most people don't speed. Most people don't travel over 120 kilometres an hour on a motorway. But some people will take a chance and do it, and that's why we have a law. So the the point the point that I'm trying to make is... Would you, do, would you don't do, want to do, speeding offences. <laughs> no, 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 I know. I'm using the analogy of how, why we have laws, and I'm, I'm sure you're well aware of that. So, I, I mean, do we have to have a law at all? Do you believe there should be no laws at all around termination of pregnancy? No, what we believe is that this should be a you know put into a into a health situation. So there may be um, uh, sort of uh, you know conversations around about what what sort of time limits women should sort of think about, and that again can be a health conversation. It can be a conversation with women, their doctors. You know, th- this is this is a this is a health and reproductive care conversation. 
Um, and, and that's what we needed to be, not a conversation about justice and whether we should be telling women how to what they should do with their own bodies. But, you, but, you, but, but Boyd, I, I, and I agree with you, and I do care about women's health. I genuinely do. And on this show, on many occasions, we've talked about abortion and terminations, and we've talked about women's health care, etc. We're probably the only ones that cover the likes of menopause and all those things so often, and we do. But what I'm saying to you is, I, I still believe that there has to be some criminal element when people make decisions around an unborn baby. I'm not talking about 12 weeks. I'm not talking about 24 weeks. I'm talking about 35 or 36 weeks or 40 weeks. Where does that stop? Yeah, well, right now, what you have is a situation where, even right now, if a woman wants to go and have an abortion, she has to have that conversation with a physician, and the physician has to make a decision whether they want to do it as well. There is actually two people in this conversation. It's the the, the woman and the medical practitioner, and those two people have to make a decision whether they go forward with it. If a doctor turns around to somebody and says, we, 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 at, at 30 weeks, we do not believe what you're doing here is right, and, you know, we don't believe that that should happen. A number of doctors say that. A number of professionals say okay. that. Had a, and, and, and has, an, has an abortion, a backstreet abortion, then, that, then there may have to be a conversation around that. But what we want to do is provide people care so they don't end up in that situation. This so is, so what you're willing, you are willing to say that if a woman has an abortion without the proper supervision or medical care, in other words, if a doctor doesn't recommend it or her life is not in danger and she has an abortion at 35 weeks, there should be a criminal aspect to that. No, I, I, I think it has to be still a conversation. Ah, would you stop, boy? There has to be some compromise. We can't just have a situation where it's just a free-for-all. We're talking about, you know, I mean, it depends on what you consider a life, but there is a human being inside of that woman as well. There are two people to consider once we get past that 24-week point of independent life. There's two people to consider. And wait a second, when we're talking about when we're talking about personhood under UK law, people don't have personhood until they're born. There's a difference between an actual life and a potential life. You think a- so? I, I mean, can I ask you an honest question? I don't mean to be personal, by the way, and if I am, please tell me, right? But do you have children yourself? Yes, I do. Do you remember when your partner was pregnant? Yes, I do. Do you remember when she got her scans and the excitement? Yes, I do. do, I did, you, did you refer to it as a baby or a fetus? I, I, I thought that I was supporting uh, my partner with the decisions that she was making at that time. Okay, but you, but you still said we're expecting a baby. We're having a baby. It's a person. I mean, I see women all the time on Facebook picking pictures of my new baby's coming into the world very soon, and they treat it as a person. Right, you know. okay. That's, that's entirely up to them. But what, what I'm saying is... The rights of unborn children do not trump the rights of people, actual people with actual rights. There's a difference between potential rights and actual rights. The woman has actual rights. The child only has potential rights. We treat women and people who are pregnant with dignity. We treat them with respect. We allow them to access health care properly. This isn't what ha- has happened in this case. And, and the unborn baby that would be over 24 weeks old, do they also deserve an element of respect in law? I, I understand the Supreme Court in Ireland, similar to the UK, said that the, the unborn baby has no rights. But, but do we believe morally they deserve rights or respect? Do you have the rights? They have rights which are an extension of the mother's rights. And, that, that, and, that, that, and that's a very important thing as well. Mm-hmm. They do have the mother's rights. So that is in place. But they, their rights do not trump that of the mother's. 
I'm I'm looking here, you know, and you mentioned there there's probably many more prosecutions on the way. Uh, there was one very famous one about seven or eight years ago as well where a woman went to jail for a considerable period of time. I don't, although she did get her sentence reduced as well in that particular case. Now, this woman didn't get her sentence just reduced. It was suspended completely and she was released from jail. I believe she's being released today. Is there tonight? Was she released, Boyd? I, b- I believe it was today, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was today and she's back with her children. And by the way, I'm happy that she's back with her children because I think that's where her mother deserves to be. Um, but in saying that, I also believe that the law is the law and we have to obey the laws. Uh, and you understand bad laws, again, are made to be broken and I, and I do get that. And I do understand this law is very old and certainly needs updating or looking at. But, I mean, do you believe it should be that way here in Ireland as well uh, and Northern Ireland um, as well as the UK? Do you believe all the, the criminal aspects? In other words, at this current moment in time, over 12 weeks, if a doctor performs an abortion in the Republic of Ireland uh, without, um, I suppose, getting a second opinion and third opinion in relation to a woman's uh, particular situation, they can face criminality up to 14 years in jail. Do you believe that should be all removed? Yes, I, I, I would definitely say that those sort of things should be removed. When it comes to health care, we don't want to put sort of criminal sanctions on people. We saw that in Northern Ireland and what happened. Northern Ireland's sort of criminal sanctions heightened and less and less women over years, over the years were able to access abortion even when they were rightfully allowed to do so because of the fear that that drove into doctors and nurses and the medical professionals. That's, you, don't drive, you don't drive healthcare through fear. Mm-hmm. You don't drive people's motivations to seek out healthcare through fear either. You know, this this is not the way we should be operating in the 21st century with laws from 18, what is it, 91 or something, or 1861. What about what about in Ireland currently at the moment? I'm sure you may be familiar, obviously, with uh, the campaigns in Ireland currently to get abortion laws amended. Uh, the three main aspects of that would be the time limit, obviously, of 12 weeks to be extended to 24, uh, or further than that, to remove criminality completely. The second aspect would be the three-day cooling-off period, and the third aspect is conscientious objection. Um, do you believe they all should be removed? Um, yeah, let me see, because I don't, I don't know these... Uh, okay, well, well, let, well, let's see with them one by one. Conscientious objection. Uh, Stephen Donnelly, the health minister in Ireland, has said that he's very disappointed that um, healthcare or abortion termination pregnancy is not available in most hospitals in Ireland because there are doctors who conscientiously object, on be it, be it moral grounds or religious grounds, to performing ter- ter- pardon me, terminations. Do you believe that if a doctor is working in a hospital and they're in that department, that they must perform the termination and they can't conscientiously object? Well, I, I think you know uh, hospitals should have reproductive health care you know, centres or units where doctors who want to work within that field can work in that field. Um, I can't, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you one way or the other right now whether I think conscientious objection is right or wrong in this instance. I, mm. I think women need access to health care, um, and I and I, and I should think a GP that, be it's like for, should GPs be allowed to refuse? to see women or to advise women in relation to, you know, getting the medication that they need, um, you know, for a termination? Should they be able to refuse on conscientious objection, grounds of conscientious objection? GPs are there to serve the community and they should, GPs aren't, or they're general practitioners, as you well know, and if a woman comes in and asks for that support, they should be directed to the best possible care to give them that support. They should never be saying, I'm not giving that information to my, to my patient. That is wrong, in my opinion. Okay, and the other aspect, of course, is the three-day cooling-off period. In Ireland, if a woman wants a termination, she must go to a GP or whoever it is, or her local health centre, and she must register, and three days later she can come back with an appointment and she can get the care she needs. But the three days are a cooling-off period. Uh, The evidence shows in the last four years since we've had abortion that up to nearly 4,000 women have not come back for the second appointment, i.e., 
they possibly have lost the baby, they possibly weren't pregnant, or they changed their mind. Do, do you think the three-day cooling-off period should be abandoned? Um, I, I would say a three-day cooling-off period sounds a, sounds a bit um, strange to me. I mean, you, there could be 101 reasons why women don't come back, and that could be also uh, uh, intimidation by uh, family, parents, you know, coercive sort of control. There could be a number of reasons why that is, and people should be addressed as and when they come up for for attention for something. I mean, all you're doing is extending the time that somebody is pregnant as well, without being able to access the treatment that they might well might well want to access. So uh, I would I would argue that yeah, a cooling off period is probably not a good thing, and also the extension. I think that was the first one that you said from 12 to 24 weeks. I mean, yes, that would be an obvious one, or a, a decriminalisation um, okay. uh, stance. Okay, well, listen, it's been interesting talking to you, and I know people are going to give call, call us in now with many different views, be they pro-choice or pro-life, but I do appreciate you joining us on the air, and thank you very much indeed, Boyd Slater, uh, who's speaking to us from Belfast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, there you go. That's it, Boyd Slater, and uh, Boyd is um, from the, uh, oh yes, the Humanist Association. Is it? I've, you know, I had it here on my, my script there a minute ago. I do apologise. Yes, um, oh yeah, Boyd is the Northern Ireland coordinator of the hum- Humanist UK. And they're an organisation that brings non-religious people together to develop their own views and understanding of the world around them. And the, the abortion issue, I suppose, is very important to them. Now, getting back to what we were talking about, I want to know what you think. There are many people who believe she shouldn't have been sent to jail. I want to know what you think. Do you believe she should have been sent to jail? Now, the judge is perfectly within his right to send her to jail because that's the law. That's the law currently in Ireland, by the way, as well. If a woman had an abortion at 36 weeks in this country, uh, knowing that she was breaking the law, she would go to jail. That is the law. It's You can go to jail for up to 14 years if you're a doctor and you perform an abortion past the 12-week period. Unless, of course, it's the woman's life is in danger or it's a fatal fetal, fetal abnormality and the second opinion has got. But do you believe we should bring in decriminalisation? So decriminalisation essentially means there would be no criminal aspect whatsoever. So in other words, in the case, in extreme cases, I'm not saying it would happen. I would like to think the majority of women are far more intelligent than that. In the extreme cases, that if a woman decided she wanted an abortion of 40 weeks, she could, if she could manage to find somebody to do it for her, and there would be no criminal aspect to it whatsoever. Do you believe the criminality should be removed from abortion completely? Which would have to be the case if you were to allow situations like we've just had in England where a woman has been released from jail uh, by judges on appeal uh, because they believe she shouldn't have been jailed in the first place because the law was very old. Let me know what you think. The law is the law, isn't it? Uh, let me know what you think. The number is 87 That's 87 Let me go to Jimmy. Jimmy, hi. How are you? How are you, Niall? Jimmy, look, I, I, it's a complicated case. It is complicated. Ah, look, look, it's like, it's like saying you're on the fence. Okay, it's a big, wide fence, right? But it's gone on now, like, this, it be, and, and it, should, it should be put to bed years ago. And it, 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 I think myself personally, uh, take the law over. And I think myself personally, the biggest prison or sentence that can be got out of having an abortion is if the woman made the wrong decision. Yeah. Then she has it for the rest of her life. And whether she gets whoever finger pointed at her or not, like she could look really happy for the rest of her life. You know what I mean? Like, and that is the biggest sentence. Like, mm. and see, look, we're as soon as we're born, our parents go off and make a straw man. You know what I mean? And and like that's when our life gets sort of. 
I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you're fucking wrong there. I'm not being wrong. No, I think it should be. I think it should not be a crime for a woman to make that decision. And I know I'm a man. I'm sorry, Gareth, if I, if I have no right to say anything about this, but I really feel... No, no, you do, have a, no you do have a right, because women can't get pregnant without men. Well, I suppose they can, but it's insemination. Oh, they can, sure. They yeah. can. <laughs> I suppose. But, but in saying that, so you believe there should be no criminal element at all. So do you believe that a baby, or should I say a 25 weeks pregnancy, do you think that's a baby or do you just think it's a clump of cells? I was delighted to hear your last caller because I could save your time here. I agree with nearly I, almost everything you said because I, I can't. Yeah, everything you said I agree with. Especially it's down to the woman. It's nothing to do with the government. What's inside that person? That's between him. That's between the, 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 the man. And okay, if the man is involved, right? Yeah, no problem. But if it's say the man is gone or whatever, or the two of them are happy, happy campers. Well, they're the ones that are making the decision because... Uh, like, is that not just a free-for-all? Is that just not a free-for-all? No, she's the custodian. She's the keeper. It's her. She's the keeper. There's no other keeper. She's the keeper. And then he's along... So is it a baby? Is it a 25 weeks, let's say, for example? Is it a baby? Yeah, but like... No, no, you're not answering my question. You'll be stop avoiding the question. Is it a baby, yes or no? Uh... Well, look, I suppose, I, like, yes, yes, it is, it is, but yes, but she has the right. So she's the right to terminate yeah, the baby. she has the right, yeah, she has the right, she has the right. But that sounds like a weird, that's a little, about, you know, it's kind of hard, isn't You have a better chance to win the lot, I reckon. I reckon you have a better chance to win the lot than getting a lady to do that, like. No, no, I, you're yeah. probably right, by the way, because there is so very few situations there. So therefore, see, see, Lyle, what's gone in, in all society is, is like, you need you need to have a licence to go have a shit in the morning, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you can't have a you can't have a, you didn't have a, a big, yeah, but, yeah, There's a big difference in some of the you know, more kind of salacious things that we talk about to this. This is a quite a serious issue, you know, in relation to... It's a moral issue. It's a moral issue. Well, no, it's not just a moral issue. It's none of your business, though. But it's none of your business. Well, okay, well, then, okay, well, let's just move away from abortion for a second. If I kill somebody tomorrow, if I kill a member of my family tomorrow, is it none of your business? What to do on you? What? But is it anything? Of course, it's none of your personal business, Jimmy, but it is the state's business because because it's illegal. The waters hasn't broke. The water's that line is bad. Yes. Yeah, we should look at it. I'll go put the kettle on and get a new line, right? Mm. Yeah, well, we'll stay, we'll stay there for a second. Uh, let me just go to okay. Jason as well. Okay. We'll stay there. Okay. Ja- stay there, Jimmy. Jason, hi, how are you? You're on Ireland's our Classic It's Radio. How are you doing? Good evening, Moose. Uh, Jason, Jimmy believes it's nobody's business except a woman who does it. Isn't it? No. My son was born at 27 weeks. Yeah, well... You know that. I remember that I was telling you three years ago. That's right, yeah, yeah. I was sleeping, I was sleeping outside the hospital in my truck with the pandemic and only here. Yeah. He's running around there now like a heck. He doesn't talk. Has a few little sensory issues. But Jesus, imagine. Could you just imagine that? Yeah. Can I ask that gentleman or anybody, anybody? Okay, it's a woman's choice. But when does it stop being the woman's choice and that's the baby inside her? Do you believe in a person that's 38 weeks? Well, Jim, you know, Jim, well, Jimmy, can answer, Jimmy can answer that. Yeah. And no, that's for that case in England. There's a lot to that. I, I, I'm out in England all the time, as you know, I was a truck driver. I listen to a certain station out there. That woman came back to her estranged husband, pregnant from another man, at the start of the pandemic. Um, there's a lot more to that story. There is. The, yeah, I, I've heard that. Yeah, she had two. She had two kids already for this, this fella. And so there, there is a lot more to that. So I'm not going to base what happened over there and the judge who sentenced her was a male and the judge who um, they held up the appeal was a female yeah 
you know, so the, let's not use that. I'm just going back to general terms. There has to be a cut-off stage. There really, really does. Jimmy doesn't I believe. Mean, Jim, Jimmy doesn't believe well, there should be a cut-off point at all. He believes, as far as you're it's concerned, it's none of your business. So is it, as long as without uh, being rude and crude, as long as what is attached by the umbilical cord, that it's still you is, know. Is, is, that, is that the rule, Jimmy? As long as it's attached by an umbilical cord, it's not nobody's business.
because I mean, everything, everything that happens in this country okay, is your business. Okay, okay, and if you, if you don't want it to be your business, that's fine. Just don't vote in the next election. That's fine. Okay, one second. Okay, okay. We just we we'll speak it back there for a second, right? Yeah. Now I wouldn't be I wouldn't be talking to you now if I didn't feel uh, uh, some way uh, of my business like it, like you know what I mean. Of course, I, yeah. I have I, I I have something to say about, it. and what I have to say about it basically is is that it should be it's a, it, it it's painted as a really 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 horrible thing and all this, right? Right, abortion. It's painted like. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. They're ending the life of somebody. But for the wrong reasons. But whether whether you're pro-choice or pro-life, I would imagine the majority of people believe morally abortion is not a nice thing. Sorry, no. Sorry, sorry. It's not something we should celebrate, really, is it? Sorry, sorry no. Yeah, Jason. Sorry, no. Can I say one thing? Yeah. I am pro-life, yeah? I yeah. really am. I, you know I have a lot of kids. But... I'm at a stage where, okay, there is certain circumstances, okay? Yeah. And okay, I'm a purpose. But there has to be a cut-off point. I'm sorry, there just has to be. Well, some people's you eyes, should, I mean, there, there's groups at the moment in this country I, campaigning for decriminalisation. Literally, literally, abortion right up, right up, right up to the day of the birth. birth. Yeah. Yes, there has to be a cut-off. I mean, I'm prepared to not weaken me stand in a sense, but okay, there is, I, I, as a man of five daughters, I'd hate to think one that was in that situation. I'd hate to think I'd have the answers. Or sorry, I, I'd like to think I have the answers if they ask me. But m- my my stance is, yeah, I, I'm pro-life. No matter what, baby, I look at you, blah, blah, blah. But it, it is her choice at the end of the day. But then there has to be that cut-off. There just has to be where we say, okay, it does, it, it is does, does. Cells. It is oh, 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 well, hang on, Jimmy is relenting here. You're, so you're saying there is a cutoff, Jimmy? Now. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, no, Jimmy, Jimmy. Like, I'm talking. Uh, Jimmy. No, 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 no. Hang on, Jason. Hang on, hang on. He said, yeah, he agreed with you. Maybe if I finish this, maybe if I finish this, you'll understand where I'm coming from. As a father of eight kids, I had me forced him back in the nineties. I had me last one three years ago. This was the hardest one because he was so small. He was so premature. He's the strongest. You know what I mean? We gave him a chance. Like we, we, we had a chance. We, we, we could have, because of our, our my partner's previous pregnancy. She was told never to have another one, but we did because we wanted that. Yeah, we gave him the chance, and you should see him now. Yeah. Okay, so Jimmy, just explain what you were going to say there when you said you kind of agreed there a little bit. You said yeah, yes. Yeah, well, you see, yes. So, where, so where's the cutoff? No, 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 you see, just because I don't agree with something doesn't mean it can't be done or shouldn't be done. Or just because I agree with something, that doesn't mean it should be done. But, yeah, morally, morally, yes, a woman a woman should be kind of able to say to herself, <laughs> I would, whatever thoughts I had months ago or whatever, you know, say, say if her thoughts came back or something like that, like, and they came back, like, late in the pregnancy, you know, this, and she's going, oh, shit, or whatever, blah, 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 and having sleepless nights or whatever, and then she, she might, you see... We'd like to think as men, because as men, it's mostly men I hear talking about this about this topic. But 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 we can. We have a voice, Jimmy. Oh. We have got a voice. Well, well, hang, well, hang on. Let me just bring in a female voice then, just just for the sake of balance. Not, I, well, well, I, I, well, I, well, hang on, both of you. Hang on, stay there, Joanna. Yeah, how are you? How are you doing, Joanna? Okay, getting back to the original case of this woman that went to jail and now has been released after doing only serving about twenty days in jail. No, I I think. Um, Absolutely shaming her. She knew what she was doing. And, and I'll tell you something else. She you did, yeah. Tell, she knew. Uh, she Googled it before she did it. Yeah, 100%. And you see this three-month grace period. Or, or, three days. Or, three days. Or, uh, three three days. days, sorry. Apologies. And, um, yeah, I think... Oh, well, forget. Um, we'll leave, no, leave that aside just for the moment. That's not really that... It's not the okay, biggest well, issue. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm asking you, should there be a cut-off is it, point? Is it not, I'll tell you is my it, story. Is... My baby was born. I was, I was attacked when I was eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. 
and um, I, I gave birth early. Now, my son, oh. already we already knew that he had special needs, okay? Yeah. I Sorry to hear that, look. Right. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, but they told me in the return that I was... You know the way you get a 12-week scan, then you get a 20-week scan? Well, I was brought yeah. back for scans every week because they knew there was something... There was something right wrong, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, they gave, they set me in this lovely little sitting room. I looked gorgeous, all lit up, homely, all that. Not like a hospital setting whatsoever. That's how you know things are bad, you know. And and they said to me, your son mightn't survive. Your son um, might never be able to sit up, feed himself, blah, blah, blah. All the worst scenarios you can possibly get. And I had the, you know, that test you get for the, um, the Down syndrome and all that. A, a, a mitra, is something mitra. So I, I can't a, um, not, yeah, it's something where they put a needle inside I'm trying you to, Yeah, I'm trying to remember that. That's right, water. yeah. And yeah. The, it, they from the, um, the fluid, the amniotic yeah. fluid from the womb. Yeah. And, and I just, um, I sat there, I cried, cried, cried. And I just said, you know what? I don't care. This is my baby. I'm going to keep him whatever day he comes back to me. And he's my baby and I'm going to keep him. And, you know, they couldn't encourage me enough to actually get rid of him. And um, there was... Fair play to you. Fair play to you. That must have been the hardest decision of your life. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was easy. He was part of me and I was going to take him whatever. It wasn't hard at all. I said, look, if this is my destiny, he's my child. And I will love him like I love stress. And you know what? You you said something there. Uh, is your name Jimmy? Jason. 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 You know, you said something there. And you, I, you, they're the strongest out of all of my three children. I've got four all together. And he is the strongest and the most willingness child ever. Yeah, that's him. This he, is the, he's, he's in he front just, of me right now. Yeah. Yeah. He just feels like this is not beating me. And yeah. he doesn't, it, it, it's not even that. It's just like he's just... It's like he has a stick or something. I yeah. just, yeah. you know. See, you have to have a cut-off point, don't you know? I, I, I'm sorry. But no, oh, I, no I, I mean, yeah, I, I, don't mean I, be, I, don't, I don't mean to be cruel, but we're one of the only species, I think we're the only species on the planet that will abort a healthy fetus. I don't think there's another species well, on the planet that will mm. do that. No, well, other animals in the animal kingdom, they do kill their own young uh, if they feel they're too weak to survive or if they feel they're too weak to provide for them. And that's quite yeah, common in the animal yeah. kingdom. Now, but I, I don't want to bring it down to basics, but we're more, uh, we, let's be clear about this. You know, we're, meant, know. To, we're meant to be more intelligent than that. But, but are we, though? Are we? Well, well, so well, well, sometimes when I listen to some people on the air, I, I, you know, I doubt that yeah. sometimes. You'd love to think. Yeah. Listen, Noel, I'm not being rude, mate, but you know I don't get many times at home. Okay, go for it, Jason. Be, so I'd rather go with him, mate, than have an argument with some... Oh, I, I get you. I get you, Jason. Thank you very much. Joanna, save me for a second, because I want to go to Rosie as well. Uh, Rosie, hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. Rosie, um, I, I, you know, th- this case has me kind of caught, you know, between a rock and a hard place, sitting <laughs> on the fence some, somehow... You know, I don't want to see anyone go to jail, but when somebody makes a bad decision and knows that they're breaking the law, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Well, first thing I have to say is, like, to your uh, the last person that was on the phone, I don't think you should really, like, recollect people and call them species. <laughs> we are humans. Well, we are species. Um, look, I'm... I can get where everyone's come from, but, like, here's the thing. My real mom wanted to abort me when I was about 30 weeks. And oh, she gosh. meant this decision not to. And I'm glad she you did. I'm glad um, you're here today. No, she didn't. Um, it's like, I don't know if you've ever heard of the butterfly effect. 
Yes. But um, thank God she didn't because now I work as a nurse. I was adopted and I look after patient after patient. And I think it's up to the person's choice if they decide to... I'm in the same, I'm in the same situation as you, Rosie. I was born in a mother and baby home and if it hadn't been available, probably my mother would have aborted me. Um, and I was I was put up for adoption after about a year and a half. Um, and I agree with the butterfly effect. That I've affected people's lives. Now, mind you, if I was never born, nobody would ever miss me <laughs> because I would have never been here in the first place. But I think I've had an effect in the world and you, I'm sure you've had an effect in this world. Yeah, like I just think it's just like, I, like to be honest with you, if I'm really honest, I think like, you know, like guys like obviously they you know i mean you know you can whatever sleep around you can have you know sleep with women whatever it is or whatever it is mm. everyone's up to their own but at the end of the day i just think like it is up to the person at the end of the day like you know it has to be a mutual decision and i do agree on that but i think it has to be in certain circumstances well I, I i do agree men should have an input into that decision but ultimately the decision lies with a woman because she's the one carrying the baby but i mean if she's in a relationship obviously you know should, there should be a mutual decision between both because they both conceive the baby together but in relation to you know a cutoff point should there be a cutoff point when it comes to termination um, of pregnancy I personally, I, look i personally think it's up to the individual uh, you know, I, I can't comment. That's not and answering say, the like, question, oh, really, is it? You're doing what Jimmy did beforehand. So that's not really answering the question. We have to have laws. You know, there's laws for everything. Um, and, you know, when we're, we're talking about, say, a baby over or an unborn baby over the age of 24 weeks uh, where they're capable of independent life, we have to respect life, whether you're religious or not. And I, I'm not religious. I don't even believe in God. Well, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm massively religious. I, no. I, do, I do say my prayers at night and mm. hope that I get up in the morning and I work and okay. I look after my patients. But at the end of the day, I don't think like anyone should have a say on anyone's life. I think it's very judgmental and I think it's actually very, very wrong. I, well, I do. Well, we but all, my, we all have a say. Know, we, we do have a say because that's, yeah. so that's what being part of a society is, that we have a and say on how like, we believe the morals of society work. Yeah, and I know I have to say, like, um, I know there's a lot of people listening to this tonight and I've, like, I've only actually turned on your show tonight, but um, just because mm. I'm home from work and I'm just, but like my real mom suffered really bad with post natal depression, bipolar, and mm. it wasn't a case of that. She didn't want to abort me. It was just more of a case that she said, like, I just can't go through with this. And I completely understood yeah. that yeah. when I've got older and I've realized that. And like, people I, I imagine how like, difficult that could have been. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think at the moment, like, I think mental health issues are so important. Like, I work as a nurse in Galway. I go through four patients and I see it every day. Like, mental health is so Absolutely. important. And it's so, so important. And I think everyone should try and be positive. And if someone's going through someone, like if someone's going through something, you definitely have to like just try and, you know, big them up. And if it's a case that like they feel like it can't, they can't get through it, then fair enough. Go to counselling and see, okay, if it's a case that you feel like, you know, you want to go through that area, just say, okay, you know, foster, adopt. And that's what my mum did to me. She wasn't able to have me as a kid but she made sure that I was brought to the life of this world to go on and be given away and I just think like I think it's very unfair sometimes when people say different different things and I don't know like I, well, I, I don't think it's unfair it, there may be opinions that you'd be averse to or don't agree with and, and I hear opinions every night that I don't agree with uh, but I think everybody is entitled to them and that's why we live in a society where people have free will free expression except well I'd like to think we have anyway sometimes I doubt that but you know, 
I, I think when we come to abortion, it, it's one topic over the last 30 years that I've been on radio that divides people right down the middle. It's that one topic that really divides everybody because it's a moral issue, isn't it, I suppose? Uh, and apart from being a religious issue, apart from being a legal issue, it's a moral issue. And yeah, but what what like if, if I say to my friends, I'm like, what like you know, my my mom's Catholic, I'm not, and I'm like, what is religion anymore? It's just like well, I know, as long I know. as you're happy and you're happy, I couldn't it's like, agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. But like, but when I when I see say, and I give you just a quick example because I'm running out of time rapidly. But when we spoke about the abortion referendum going back five years ago. And at the time, coming up to the month before the referendum, obviously from a radio station point of view, we have to be impartial. So we would have to have people equally on both sides of the argument on the air, as we're doing tonight. Mm-hmm. And and they, I remember this woman came on, and she was a campaigner for pro-choice. And she kept referring to a pregnancy as a clump of cells. And I took a little bit of exception to it. And I said, you know, that's a bit, you know, insensitive. You know, I said, there are women out there who are pregnant. There are women who can't have, have babies and can't get pregnant. And I said, they would love those clump of cells. I said, for you to refer to them as a clump of cells. But that's all they are, she said. And she kind of dismissed it. And about a year and a half later, after the abortion referendum and after the success of the abortion referendum for many people, um, I saw her Facebook page. Um, and I'm not going to say who she is, but she put a picture of her 12-week scan. Mm-hmm. And she referred to her scan as my new baby is coming into the world. And I said, see how attitudes change very quickly depending on your circumstances. So what I'm saying to you is everybody's different. We all think differently. But there has to be a point in all of her. I mean, I'm assuming we all have some sort of morals where we say that's a baby that's, that's capable of independent life and should have consideration in law. Now, the Supreme Court has decided the unborn child doesn't have rights as a person. But in saying that, should we, morally as a society, decide that that person within a woman or inside a woman after 24 weeks when they're capable of independent life should have some rights? I think everyone has rights in this life. And to be honest with you, I think life has gone so crazy in the last couple of months. And that's my honest opinion. Like everyone's just suffering through COVID. I've seen it in the hospitals, like COVID's rising again. And I see now like even like you can't even write on a a document is like he, she, they, whatever it is. And it's like, that's life. Like, it's just like life is just moving on very forward from all of us. Like, I'm only 38 and I'm like, I see it every day. And I'm like, I see it in hospitals. I see it in nursing homes. And I'm like, you know what? Life is just, but I think everyone should have, I know everyone's opinionated. Okay. I know I'm quite, you know, young, but I've gone through a lot in my life, seeing my mom commit suicide. I've seen my... I'm sorry to hear that, by the way. My, my condolences. Cancer. Yeah, like, she died because she couldn't handle the fact that she did adopt me. But I'm like, you know, I think people in this right of life should have their own opinion and they should just, being really honest with you, they have to keep it to themselves. I'm like, you know, no one's perfect in this life. We've all well, done I, I, I agree, and, and every case is different and every case should be, look, case should be looked like, at with compassion. On, like, but, but no, just, yeah, just, just I'm trying have... to just hammer down an answer to this question, right? And I, I've asked everyone the same question. So currently in Ireland at the moment, the, the limit for termination of pregnancy is 12 weeks or up to 22 weeks, by the way, depending on if your mother's life is in danger or it's a fatal fetal abnormality. Do you exactly. believe that we should, do you believe we should remove those time limits? Do you believe there should like be no time limits? Like, yeah. And if someone's life is in danger, then that's fair enough. Well, I, no, I couldn't agree with you more. If a, if a woman's life is in danger, I can tell you now, if it was my wife and she was pregnant and the doctor said to me, it's either your wife or the baby, I'd be saying my wife. And I absolutely understand that. But what I'm saying yeah, to you, but, no, but, but here's the thing, I'm not asking you that. What I'm asking you is, 
for some because the majority, 97%, I think, of abortions are not because a woman's life is in danger or because it's a fatal fetal abnormality or because it's a rape, sadly, in one of those very rare cases. But it's because somebody, it's just not the right time in their life to have a baby. So do you believe there should be a cutoff point? Should there be a law to say you cannot there have a termination? Be, yeah, there should be a cutoff point. But then again, like, Where is I'm that? not being funny. No, is is I'm that not 24 weeks? Yeah, and I'm not being funny, and I don't mean this in a derogative way, but like, if you're sleeping with someone, wear protection. If you don't want Absolutely. to have a child, I couldn't, wear protection. I couldn't agree with you more. We wouldn't be having this argument. And I don't, I don't, Otherwise, I, I'm not like I'm not derogative, and I'm not rude. No, I no, I get you. Twenty-four shift. Yeah, no. I'm like, if if you don't want to have a child, then you know what? Keep your bloody legs closed yeah. and, and make keep it sure in, keep you know it in your pants. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Just keep it in your pants and say, well. I don't want to, like, I know you want to have know, a night or you might have a few drinks in coppers or a few drinks in I, I never, I never understood the, you know, Rosie, I well, never like, understand it was an accident. Has, I don't I don't know how I wanted you fall on top of her. Everything has a repercussion <laughs> in life. You know, everything I, has a repercussion. Yeah, if you don't want to have a baby, use contraception. Now, don't get me wrong, contraception can fail sometimes, but that's rare. Um, but, you know, don't don't just use contraception. Listen, Rosie, thank you very much, Stephen. I appreciate you coming on the air. and I appreciate your views. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan on the home of the 80s and 90s. Ireland's classic hits radio. Let me go back to what we're talking about, which is, I believe, much more important. Fiona, how are you doing? Good evening, Neil. I'm good. Good. Now, Fiona, getting back to the original conversation was about this case in the UK. So the woman went to jail for performing an abortion at 34 weeks um, and obviously without medical care and attention. So the baby died and she went to jail because she knew what she was doing. She even Googled it beforehand to see was it illegal and it, it told her it was and she still went ahead and did it. Should she have gone to jail? She did commit a crime. She did. Under so, the law. By law. Under the law. I personally think, and I have to commend all a few of those gentlemen there a while ago. Mm-hmm. I do agree with them on the subject. It's a woman's choice. Mm-hmm. It's the woman is committing the crime. If the husband wants to do it, or he doesn't want to do it, or the partner, he still will not be judged. He still will not be jailed, but the woman will. But that's because outside he's well, that, well, he's not carrying the baby. She has a lifelong outside of that. She has a lifelong sentence of guilt. Mm. already on top of being so a crime is a crime so unfortunately if women choose to go down this road it's a crime as for the cutoff point I think the cutoff point is the morning after pill end of story because we all know what we've did the night before mm. so as you're asking for a cutoff point that's your cutoff point anything after that should have never been left into this country Never. Because otherwise, you can go and you can travel. But it's also giving the woman time to think. Because obviously, any woman that's been put into this situation, I can only imagine what way that woman's head is to be put in that situation to begin with. That even is thinking about doing something like this. So I genuinely think it should have never been left into this country. Abortion, you're and the cut-off point, yes, and the cut-off point is the morning after pill. Uh, and I if would say, I, and by the way, can I, Fiona, Fiona, <laughs> abs- Fiona, we all know what we're up to. You know what I mean? It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. No. So, but there are the odd cases where people will be taking, say, using contraception, and it may fail. 
and they have no idea they're pregnant until they miss their first period, for example, or, you know, four or five weeks later, whatever it happens to be. The morning after pill is not much used in those circumstances. So that's why abortion was brought in for 12 weeks, to allow three months for a woman to make that decision. Um, do you believe that it's immoral? I know you talked about the law a minute ago because it is illegal also yeah. as well. But do you think it's immoral to have an abortion after 24 weeks? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know a child who survived after that time. I know twins who survived to 23 weeks. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yeah. And a child is a blessing. Oh, it is. And I know people's circumstances. We can't judge anyone. I'm not here to judge anyone. But this is my personal opinion. I just think we are, nowadays, we're going along with, oh, look, we better move with the times. What times? Whose times? They're certainly not my times, because I think there's a lot of evil times out there. And I know you agree with me in a lot of things now. And I know a lot of people out there do agree with what's going on out there at the moment. This, it's pure evil. That's all I'm seeing. Pure evil everywhere. Oh, look, we got away with 12 weeks. Let's push it out to another 30 weeks. Let's be fair here now. Pure evil. So I don't want to go along with anyone's times. Who's moving along with the times? Or Mr. Society either. Can I don't want to go along with Mr. You? Society because I think he'll take me to hell. Can I ask you, in in the referendum for abortion or the yeah. termination of pregnancy, did you vote no? Absolutely. Okay, so you're pro, you consider yourself pro-life. Um, I'm not here to judge no one. No, I know, I know, I'm, I'm not suggesting I'm you not, are. I, I wouldn't put my feet in anyone's shoes or no one could put their feet in mine. But it's not, it, look, I'm a, I'm a Catholic and I consider myself a Catholic. Mm-hmm. and everyone is out there to break laws, as you might call them, but we commit sins, okay? And we have to suffer the consequences. So that's where I bring it back to a woman. It's her decision. The crime is hers. The sin is hers. But bringing it into this country, huge mistake. Stay, huge. Okay, well, stay, stay there for a second, Fiona. Let me go to Cliff as well. Okay. Cliff, hi, how are you? All right, Neil, how are you doing? Good. Cliff, original question again. Um, should the woman have gone to jail? Uh, yeah, yeah, in my opinion, yeah, she should have. Okay, because she broke the law. Yeah, she broke the law. And okay. To me, that's, that's the baby. She took a baby's life. Okay. But do you consider yourself to be pro-choice? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So you voted yes in the referendum. I can't remember did I even vote. When was okay. it? it was five years. You know, ago. Five years ago. I know. I can't remember what I was doing five days ago. Don't mind five years ago, but yeah, it was five years ago, Cliff. Anyway, so I'm definitely so, yeah. so where do you at the moment? The legislation in Ireland is a three-day cooling off period, twelve-week cut-off point, up to twenty-two weeks. Uh, with you know consultation of a doctor if a woman's life is in danger, etc., etc., etc. Where do you think the cut-off point should be? Is as the UK and many other countries would be twenty-four weeks? Is is that um, a fair cut-off point, or is twelve weeks a fair no, cut-off I, point? No, I think it should be. In my opinion, it should be less. It should be twenty weeks. We we had our own babies. The twenty-week scan. It's I'd probably not. You were having your scans for your kids. No, it's probably different. Twenty-week scan is the anatomy scan. That's right. Where they, it's the big scan, like they're yeah. the brain, yeah. all the organs, everything, and then they, that's. Might be the size of an apple as a child, but it's still a, it's still a child. Yes, it's, it's still a, it's still a, it's still capable. Well, at twenty three weeks outside the womb, mm. a baby can survive. Now, obviously, yeah. with medical care and attention. Yeah, yeah, and and I imagine they've probably survived even earlier because 
No, we twenty three weeks, I think, is the, the limit. Below that, you're, you you would have brain damage and all sorts of things. So, okay. yeah. So twenty three weeks, I think, is the limit. I, I don't think any child has ever successfully been born or survived under twenty three weeks. Okay. Okay. Well, we we were in up in um, the ICU in the, the, the Nick ICU in the Coombe, and we saw a lot of babies come in very early, twenty five, twenty six. Yep. Tiny babies, like our own tiny little babies. Yeah. They were told the chances were very slim. And they, these babies survived, yeah. you know, and in an incubator, and those, yeah. And those mothers would have been, and the fathers were, obviously at their wit's end and devastated. During every day with the children, as we were with ours, and you know, some of them didn't survive, or one of ours didn't survive, and that's. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, by the way. No, he lived. He lived outside. He lived for six weeks mm. after being born. When they said there was a chance of fifty-fifty. Yeah, but. Um, his twin brothers, us, and his younger brother since then. But um, okay, um, that must have been yeah, hard. We, that must have been heartbreaking for you and and your, and your partner. Yeah, it's it's still hard, yeah. But yeah, it was very hard. But and, and just I know it's gone off topic, small. But like, but you see, some we're from Cork, and we were up in the Coombe. We hadn't been up in that hospital, and it's a big maternity hospital. It is, and you see a lot of women, like and same in Cork, not just saying it's Dublin thing, all around the country, and their partners. And they probably they're out there having the fags, and they're just not a bother in the world to know outside, and they're heavily pregnant. And yeah. then and we're just in our wits end, then trying to make sure my missus, yeah. you know, I've picked her up from the floor, trying to with the news we were getting week after week from doctors. But um, I can imagine it just goes down to the individual person, like because she said their own their own priorities. What do they value as a life? You know, that's it's unfortunate, like cause some of them will see this is not a life. When is it going to stop? Are they going to say, "Oh, the baby"? We we don't like the color of the eyes it's going to have. We're going to we don't like how tall it's going to be. We're going to kill it for that reason. Do you know? When is it going to stop? Just because, if you know, the world is going. The person on before you, Fiona, she's saying that the world is going into a bad, a bad place in the future. I believe for my kids and grandkids. So this is one of the last things like we have a chance to do something about. Like just okay, but see now. Although you agree, and by the way, once again, condolence to you. That must have been a a terrible time and a heartbreaking time for you and your partner. It must have been a very difficult time. But even at that, you do think that a woman—it's a woman's choice, say up to twenty weeks. Whereas whereas Fiona would be the other end of the scale. She doesn't believe at all in abortion. She believes it's a bad thing that if if you get pregnant, take the morning after pill. You shouldn't be getting to that point. You know. Um, I'm so not saying I'm perfect. No, no, I know. Didn't Far say from it, Neil, you know. Yeah. Far from it. But I am saying the age I am now and what I know now, and if I can advise anybody out there, I would say try everything else before you commit that. I would say seek help. Go speak to somebody. There's always somebody out there that will help in some way, shape, or form. But like... That girl will never be the same. Never be the same. It's a baby. Down the line, it doesn't matter. She'll hold a niece. She'll hold a nephew. It doesn't matter. It'll hit her every time in her life. So, and that's why I say she's the person committing the crime. She's the one that's going to be judged, we'd say. If should she have been, should she been I mean, should she have been let out of jail? They... The campaigners Listen, got her Listen, her head was not in a good place. When, what's it, her head was not in a good place. But that's neither here nor there. To be in that place. And I don't know her story. 
I really have never read the story. I don't know. Well, the, the, like, the story I could tell you now is a lot more complicated than the paper makes out. When I say a lot more complicated, you know, the, the, there's, so a, there's a story there, obviously, has it has been suggested that it wasn't her partner's baby and there was all sorts of complications. I'm not going to get into all that in the air. Okay, well, yeah. you know well, you know yourself, Niall, I think the judge knows as well if she deserves to be put away. Let's be fair. Well, the, well, the first judge did put her away and put her away for 26 weeks. But now the Court of Appeal, because of campaigners in the UK, has let her back out of jail after only 20 days. So now that's going to give everyone the right to do it to their children well, yeah. as well. Do you understand? Where do you stop? Cliff, should she, well, on appeal, Cliff, should she be let out of jail? Well, hang on, should she be let no, out? No, she shouldn't. She should be left there okay. for a time. Cliff, should she be let out of jail, Cliff? Um, I think, I do think she should have served the time, yeah, just, just to, yeah. Mm. You can't yeah. let it, you can't, it's not a precedent if you let her out and say this is okay. If you open that box, you're opening it for everybody. Well, well the box is now open officially. Because that, you know? that case will now be used as a landmark case in the UK where I can tell you now nobody else will be prosecuted with that crime. We should look, they brought in abortion on a health reason as well, some woman and a health reason and That's a right. religious reason and something else and it wasn't even someone that lived in this country. Am I right? Mm-hmm. So like, right. let's be fair here now. I'm Irish. I'm very offended here because you're afraid to open your mouth in case someone says, listen to that racist, whatever they may call me. I'm just a good living person. And I just want to be a good living person. And I certainly don't want the world that my grandchildren are coming into. I certainly don't want it. Not what I'm seeing around the place. Where does it stop now? Where does it stop? Do you agree, Fiona, with abortion under any circumstances? Say, for example, if a woman's life is in danger. Of course. Cliff does, obviously. That goes without saying. I was born under them circumstances. My mother, um, she went through a very, very difficult one in which she was told I had passed away. And because she was hemorrhaging, they only had two minutes to get me out emergency section. You know, and then I happened to breathe when I came out. So no one knows. No, but I'm only asking you the question. Do you believe that if a woman's life is in danger, that she should be allowed to have a termination? Oh, that's definitely her and her husband's decision. Okay. Well, that, that's a fair answer. Well, okay, that's, all, that's the only answer the I need. reason there, I'm not here to judge. Yeah, okay. And, I, and, no, no, that, and that's a fair answer. And, and I was, I'm saying this out loud to myself as well. Because I would say to anybody else, don't do it unless you really know you're going to be strong enough in the world to accept what you've done. Well, okay, no, no, I, I get if that. I went down there and committed murder to somebody else that I could live with myself. We'll stay there for a second. Let me just go to John as well, uh, finally on this, because uh, I want to wrap this up. John, okay. how are you doing? I'm not too bad, yourself. So, John, you've been monitoring this case, I'm sure. And... Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So she was put in jail. She was put in jail last month. Some yeah. people believe not for long enough, but she was put in jail, and she was let out this month. Put in jail by a male judge, let out by a female judge. Well, I, I agree with the callers that said she should have been left inside. A crime has been committed. No, it looks like the crime has been rewarded. And as you said, I mean, there's no precedent set. No, there. I mean, this would be used by. Other people, if somebody finds themselves in that situation, they will have a team of liars and they will use this as a template to going forward on that. It's obviously like, I mean, as the knows in everyone's face that's listening to this and contributing to this show tonight, that there are people in this country, like, I mean, 
and they want abortion right up to birth. And then the baby will be born and it will get no resuscitation whatsoever. It will be put on a shelf and left to fucking starve to death and die. And then they will incinerate it in. That's the brutality of it. Just the same as the brutality when a woman finds herself pregnant, as you said, there's a myriad of contraception out there. Sometimes they know there might be a problem with it. But I always will never show you away from using the word murder, genocide, holocaust. Right? Well, no, I think, that, I, think you're, I think you're stretching it a bit now when you're going into the holocaust. You're talking about the death of six million Jews. Uh, okay, but, but, but John, 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 to, to be fair, I understand people who come from a pro-life point of view use the word murder. And I, and I accept that they use the word murder and I accept the reason they use that. People from pro-choice don't use that word, obviously, because they don't morally think the same way as you do. And we're not all obliged by law to have the same morals. So, let, so let's talk about the law. And the law currently at the moment, whether you like it or not, is that the Irish people democratically voted, those who decided to vote on the day, uh, democratically voted 67% which is pretty much a landslide as far as referendums go, uh, yeah. to allow and, and women to have abortions. You had many a person on after that. and when That's their own fault. I understand. That, that's uh, their own fault, they John. They didn't inform themselves. Oh, are you only, uh, well, well, you know what, John, but that's what democracy... Yeah, but, uh, John, that's what democracy is all about. People have an no, that, obligation that, to... Im- stupidity is all about. Oh, well, I could agree with... Yes, I agree with you. But, yeah, but, but uh, people have an obligation when there's a referendum to inform themselves. There was never a more important or ever will be referendum in this country again. The refer- this referendum, outside of all other referendums, about neutrality, this, that, whatever, this was about deciding who decides who can live and who should be put to death. Simple yeah. as that. And if, yeah. uh, if I had the power, every politician that promoted this, every person that voted for the, the destruction of the, 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 the unborn child, who had no say in this destruction, will be behind bars. They're murderers yeah, every yeah. one of them. Well, well, okay, well, that's your view, and I take it it's a pro-life view, and I accept your view, just like I've accepted everybody else's view on the air tonight. But, John, getting back to this particular decision, this now gives campaigners, or paves the way for campaigners, both in the UK and Ireland, to call for decriminalisation of abortion. In other words, there will be no criminal aspect to abortion at all. And I'm assuming that deeply disappoints you. Oh, look, I mean, I, I, I said it to you before on the air, right? Since 2018, I canvassed my ass off for years before that, right up to the referendum. And when that came in, there was people in my group, women, and I'm convinced of it. They were so stressed out over the result because they had worked so hard. There was two of them got cancer. And I'm convinced it was the stress of what happened and the result of the referendum. I, my mental health is, like, was, will never be right over this on this topic. Okay. The minute I hear any abortion, the minute I see me all Martin stand up in the door of Iraq, I'm looking at an abortionist. I have to switch the channels to the way. Well, well, hang on. Let me, let me just go back to Cliff Vacan, who's pro-choice. Uh, and does agree with it in certain circumstances. You've heard how John objects to abortion under all circumstances, Cliff. You agree yeah. with it under all circumstances as long as it's within those time limits. I agree in a time limit. I agree it's the woman's choice. And Not here we go again. Yeah. Okay, let, me, let him speak, John. Sorry, go ahead, Cliff. That I've had abortions, young women, and they, they were the wrong partner, they were one extend, whatever. They had to make that choice, and they regret that choice, and I know that for a fact. They regret that choice, no, but they had to make the choice at the time. Their choice, not my choice, yours. It's their choice. 
and it is you can say it's killing the child but if it's before 12 weeks or before 20 weeks or whatever week it's still it's not a fully viable child at that it's still time, if, if, the lo- if, if that child is left go on unimpeded that child will come out of the womb perfect okay, walking okay. around that's, and another thing that's, that's, that's missing okay, well, hang on, well, well, hang on. Let, let, let Cliff finish I'll let you speak John let Cliff finish and, yeah, and okay, to the, to the point John made, you know, if if for example yeah. at twelve weeks the child was able to continue with the pregnancy, well, that child would mm-hmm. continue to to live and be born. That's the point he's making. Well, I and I, I, I do the other side of it. Then I, I'm contradicting myself, but I've had I have friends that would tried IVF several times and would love to have a child. They'd love it. Yeah. That child was handed to them from that person. Yeah. They'd love it, and yeah. they don't have children, yeah. and their life is not the they, same. They, they'd, they they'd be they'd be a queue a mile long. I get that. I get there, that. But this country again, backwards. Long. You have to go to Asia or go to somewhere else to adopt the child because this country is so backwards in trying to get a child. And there, there's one final point, Niall, there. And I brought it up at a meeting where the National Women's Council of Ireland were here on Cork, right, before the referendum. And they were on about women's rights. And I stood up in the room and I blasted the room out of it. And I said to him, one second now here, right? You call yourself the National Women's Council World, so therefore you're supposed to represent all women. Is that right? Oh, they said yes. Well, I said, Grant, what about the female unborn child inside in the womb? Right? If left on un- the But John, again, yeah, I, John I, I, I get the point you're making morally, but the Supreme Court of Ireland decided, and this is the court, by the way, that you democratically voted for when you go vote for a government. So the Supreme Court of Ireland decided that the unborn child does have no rights. Well, I mean, that's not that doesn't make it morally right. It doesn't make it morally right, but it makes it legally right. Well, it is, but it'll never so be you, so, right. so, like, so, mean, so the law the, the law doesn't have to consider the unborn child. It doesn't but have to I mean, consider. We, it. The, the, this thing about choice, right? If I decide to know, right, for sake of argument, which I'm not going to do, because I wouldn't do a second in jail for any of the scumbags. But if I picked a politician that was pro, that I believed was instrumental in this, and I done them harm, and I'd be standing in front of a judge. Can I then say to the judge, well, I'll be honest with you, look, I got so upset over this, my mental health was on the floor, and I used my body, and I took my choice to do harm to No, you can't, because that's illegal, because they're a person, and they're a living person, and they have rights. No, John, you see, they, no, hang on, you cannot harm another person, because they have rights, and they have a right not to be harmed by you. Well, hang on, no, John, you're, no, see, you're, you're legally wrong. You may be morally right, but you're legally wrong. Because if you harm a person, you harm me or you harm Jane or you harm a politician, you're harming a person that has rights in this country. They're part of the population. An unborn child, whether you like it or not... It's part of the population. Mm, no, it's not. It is? Legally, it's not, John. And it's not counted. Well, hang on a it second. Doesn't have, it doesn't have legal... An unborn child has no legal right. So None. When a, woman, when a woman goes in so to a doctor like, and she's pregnant... He's not. He only treats the mother. He doesn't treat the unborn child. No, of course, of course he does because he has a moral obligation to protect and uh, you know the health of the woman, and also because the woman wants them to to protect the health of the child as well, but or the unborn child. But that doesn't mean the doctor has a legal obligation to do it. The the child, the unborn child inside the womb, still connected by an umbilical cord, has no legal right in law. But that's disgusting. It's the same yeah, as... Well, that, well you might think it's disgusting, but I'm, I'm not a Supreme Court judge. I didn't decide that. They did. Should I mean if that's the case, or that if the guys in Nuremberg should never have been hung. They were only following orders. Okay. But listen, on that note, listen, Cliff, thank you very much indeed. And, and again, thank Cliff, you. very sorry to hear your story, by the way, and I do 
uh, give my condolences to you and your partner uh, on the Thanks loss of your young child. Uh, and also, Fiona, thank you very much indeed. John, thank you very much indeed. It's good to hear everybody's opinion, isn't it? Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.